Friends, it's December 23rd, and we wish you a Merry Christmas week. I hear that jing, jing, jingling, jing, jing, jingling, ding. Craig McConnell bringing a little bit of the Christmas joy here. Just a little. John Eldridge and my wife, Stacy joining us. Merry Christmas. We're the Christmas Week podcast. Guys, how are you doing here? It feels typical in some ways and unique in others. I'm worried about the budget and uh, the last-minute <laughs> spree yeah. that both Lori and I impulsively go out and start duplicating buying stuff. <laughs> I'm really in a sweet spot with Christ, just enjoying his presence, his coming. Mm. And I'm overwhelmed with all the things that I need to get done. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hun? No, that's a good description because really I've been spending a lot of time this month thinking about our amazing God and how he invades our impossibles. I mean, it's crazy that he came to marry a virgin, the king of all creation, born as a human being. And so he likes to do that. He comes to our impossibles with his miraculous, right? Mm. And he makes something glorious. Mm. So I actually need him to visit my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) really, really desperately because it's not happening. So this is where I have to go back and really remember, remember what I've been thinking about and pondering because I am teetering on the verge of thinking I have bought nothing that anybody really wants. Mm. I blew it with the Christmas presents. and, And so the pull for me is to go to panic and start scurrying about. And then the other side of me says it's too late. Mm-hmm. And then the center is going, oh, come on. Jesus came. What I really want for me and for my family is is him. So, mm. so mm. maybe he could just do that again. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I have a confession. I think I've kind of resented Christmas over the years only because of this, because of the pressure to have – an amazing experience. My heart's never responded well to the pressure for it to be amazing. I mean, it might be. It might be, but somehow pressure never gets me there. So what I find myself doing is saying, no, 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 like release the pressure for Christmas or Christmas week or for Christmas Eve, you know, to be magical or amazing or even or even especially spiritual, I'm going to have some phenomenal encounter with God. If I can get that pressure off, it actually creates the space for it to happen. And even as I just push that back a little bit, I find myself going, I love this week. I love these days. I enjoy the beauty of the season. I, You know, if I can get that pressure off, it's like my heart immediately, I don't know, it's just in a better place to... Receive what God is bringing. Okay, but there's the question. How do you get that pressure off? Because Christmas just evokes such longing in me. Just, oh, the desire, you know, for those, I don't know if they actually ever happened, these things. I remember a feeling of hope and Santa Claus and all is well and the good smells coming from the kitchen or if it was just in a Hallmark card. But the longing is there. And as a wife, as a mother, feels like, that pressure comes to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't want to live under it because I actually mm, – it doesn't 
bring out the best yes. in me, shall we say. Yes. Well, you know, let me be honest here. I mean, gang, the battle doesn't cease because it's Christmas week. Yeah. I think you fight it. I mean, I literally think it's I reject this pressure, right? I mean, it's kind of rise up and Mm. stand firm in what you know to be true. How would you fight for any other joy? Right. You know? No. Like, I bring the cross of Christ against these accusations. I bring the cross of Christ against this pressure. Like, no, I reject that because it is in the context of the larger story. We are in a battle and joy must be fought for. So I don't think it's talking yourself out of it. And I don't think it's trying to change your emotional state. Those things don't tend to work. But how about I break agreements with with this. I break agreements with it's not going to be good. I break agreements with I blew it. I bring the cross against pressure. I think those things would take our our listeners into really good places. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing, John, that uh, you asked the question, how do we get the pressure off? It doesn't go off easy. It it feels like Mm. it feels like there's a part of Christmas where we're actually defiant or battling and fighting for something, for the joy and for the simplicity and the purity. And it just feels it takes more energy than we think it ought to, to Mm -hmm. kind of preserve and the holiday and its impact and significance. And I think part of the reason why, if I can confess my internal experience, is I'm trying to do it emotionally. Yes. I'm trying to deal with a spiritual battle by making emotional adjustments. Mm -hmm. You know, be positive, be joyful, find the magic, you know, and that just, you know, that's exhausting. Yeah. Right? Versus, no, 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 like, I know this. I take my place in Christ. I bring the kingdom of God over our Christmas, right? Things like that, ways that we know how to pray over other things. Right, contend for the life, contend for the joy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't drop your guard this week of all weeks. Mm -hmm. Don't try and force some, you know, emotional state of being, right, whether it's contemplative or holy or grateful or (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing, though. In order for the things that we long for, we do have to make room for them. So it does mean living intentionally, Mm -hmm. like creating the space for Mm -hmm. Christ to come. If we want connection with our family or friends, then then we need to invite our family and our friends. Maybe it's just for cider or just singing a couple songs or playing a game. But so it's, it's none of this is passive. Correct. Not at all. But it's okay to I – mean, I'm just saying. It's okay to want still. <laughs> you, I still want the jingle well, bells. Yeah. You know, as you're saying oh, that – Oh, wait, wait, wait. Of course it's yeah. okay to want. What we're talking about is contending for joy. Yes. Right? I'm not saying, you know, go to some Zen Buddhist state of, you know, total dissociation from Christmas. <laughs> right? Right. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. As good as that might sound. <laughs> I'm just saying that the pressure never gets you there. Right. The pressure for it to be amazing, but rather, gang, you know how to contend in other areas. Stay in Christ. Pray over it. Reject these agreements. Reject the pressure. And then ask Jesus for his joy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I find myself just, there's part of me bucking at this because isn't there a holiday or some 
special season we don't have to contend for. There's something, I mean, it's just, it's like, dang it! <laughs> I know, I, I just, know. <laughs> I just want the magical day to unfold and wake up and snowflakes and kids singing and lights sparkling and there isn't work and contending and yeah. battle. It just comes. It just comes. Yeah, with nothing to be required of you. And how's that going? By it has never gone that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But I'm still holding out. Yeah, okay, you know, it's coming in heaven. And it doesn't have to be so hard. So that's just what you're talking about. I think the part of the battle comes in this by saying you shouldn't have to contend for this. Yes. And it is too hard. Take a day off. Yes. Whereas... You pray for five minutes, ten minutes, and it shifts everything. Mm -hmm. So just even being reminded of that. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about um, a – what is that? Horrific hard workout people that everybody are doing that fit fast or oh CrossFit. CrossFit. It's not spiritual CrossFit, although you know there's times for that. But uh, maybe. Yeah, and it may be depending <laughs> on. Depends on if Ann Edna's coming over. <laughs> You're right. Just delete that entire thing I just said. But with Christ. It's not too hard. Well, here's the beautiful thing I hear Jesus saying to us right now. He says, ask me for my joy. Yeah. Ooh. Ask me for my joy. I mean, again, rather than trying to create something, manipulate, engineer, ask me for my joy. You think Jesus is joyful? Yes. Right? And on this, the celebration of his invasion? Yes. Right? And that it worked? I mean, Christmas worked. Yeah. It worked. He came. He embraced our humanity. In doing so, he is rescuing us. He has accomplished our full and total redemption, the restoration of our hearts, our lives. It's done. Hooray! Christmas worked. It was an enormous, what I want to say, gamble, but some of my Reformed friends are going to freak out over that. So it was a crazy plan, you know. Little teenage girl, miraculous pregnancy, God coming as a little baby, all of that. I just want to say it worked. Yes. It worked. So Jesus is saying, ask me for my joy in it. Like literally, gang, as you're sitting there with your family and, you know, the family weirdness kicks in again. <laughs> or as you're driving to church and, you know, there's the, both the hope and the pressure and all that. And just in all the experiences of this week— just, Jesus, I pray for your joy. Mm -hmm. I ask you for your hope. Inviting the supernatural in, as you were saying earlier, hon, like the glorious impossible, yes. right? Yes, he came. He's coming still. That is so good. And for everyone who um, doesn't have a family or doesn't have a home or doesn't have a gathering, I mean, that joy is possible because it's not linked to all those things. I mean... He can come. Right, right. It has to be possible because that's the story of Jesus' mm -hmm. life. Misunderstood. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just reading in John 7 the other day, even his own brothers didn't believe in him. I mean, Jesus lived a very lonely experience, mm -hmm. right? But he still had joy and life and hope. So it has to be possible because Jesus himself knows that, right, and wants to provide it to us. Right. And he knows what's coming. It's coming where we're not contending, mm -hmm. where it isn't mm -hmm. yes. striving or we're not responsible, but it actually is everything we longed for. It is coming because he came. Mm -hmm.
So, Craig, Stace, what do you do to find Jesus this week? Like personally, what do you do in the midst of the ups and the downs and the rushing here and there and all of that? What do you do? How do you find God? Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, I'll just go first, um, is I continue doing with what I always do. I always begin my day praying the daily prayer, whether that's on a walk or just walking around my house, but to align my spirit with the truth. I, I can't abandon what I do with my spiritual discipline. So I'll do that, begin with the daily prayer, and I'm going to pray that, Jesus, bring your joy. Mm-hmm. And to remember that. So, uh, you know, what I'm really moved to do right now is to write a nice sign that says, Jesus, bring your joy and tape Mm. it to my bathroom mirror. Mm. And then I'll see that a lot so I can continue to pray that within Mm -hmm. my day. Yeah, that's really good. I know something else you do. What else? (laughs) You pulled up to the studio today and there was music blaring from your car. Your stereo cranked up with worship. I love worshiping. I love great music and I love it loud. So... Mm -hmm be doing that a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I I think very similar. My routine, spending time with God, praying, daily prayer. I think what I do, John, is allow myself to feel just all the different tides of emotions through the day because it's inevitable. It feels like for me to at some point feel some pangs that are for heaven. Yes. And for something future that Mm is mine fully in the future, but not now. So I'll allow myself to feel different things and just interpret them with Mm. uh, the gospel. Mm. And there'll be times where I escape to a closet or to an empty room just Mm. to grab a few minutes alone and just kind of Jesus reorient me, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, that's huge. That's really good. And uh, I will also be... I'm a toastmaster at heart, so throughout the day I will be making toasts and proclamations of of just the good news of Christmas and the beauty of Christ and you know, so I'll be heralding Oh I love that Christmas throughout the day at different moments. Mm. That's times. so good. Mm. I'm just one other thing is that for me, around particularly Christmas Eve I miss my parents way more. It, it's just that that longing for mm-hmm. them and for my childhood and, and to allow myself to feel the ache of mm-hmm. those that have already gone before me that I miss who aren't in my life anymore that I miss. To just to go ahead and feel what I'm feeling and yes. invite Jesus into that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's the key part, isn't it? And invite Jesus into that. Yes. You know, because I can already feel, it's tears in my eyes, I can already feel some of the emotions that are around Christmas for me this year. And I've got to invite Christ into that. I can't just carry that emotional, you know, weight on my own or sort it through on my own. I had a really profound experience this summer that I plan on leaning into this week. We were in the Tetons on our family annual trip. We've been going to the Tetons as a family for like, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 Mm -hmm. years now. And 
and it was beautiful and it was wonderful and it was unexpected. You know, the boys are gone now and we didn't know if we'd be able to get together and it was a gift. But I was really struggling because I knew it would end. And so like all the beauty and all that, I was like, Jesus, like this is all going to be over in a few days. And what do I do with this? Help me interpret this. And Jesus said, this is the promise of my kingdom. Mm. And it changed everything for me because what I knew he was saying is both the ache of the beauty, you know, when it is beautiful and good and wonderful, but also the ache of like sand through an hourglass just slips away. And, you know, he was saying, this is speaking of my kingdom, speaking of my coming. You're going to have all this forever, untouchable, guaranteed. And there was just this shift in my heart to go, okay, okay, okay. I cannot put all of my hopes for life Mm -hmm. on this moment, Mm -hmm. right? I'll enjoy what's coming in this moment, but I put my, like the vast aching chasm of my heart, hopes, longings in the coming kingdom. This is the promise of my kingdom. And I think that that's what Christmas is. Yes. I mean, Christmas is the promise of the coming kingdom. You know, whether it's just a beautiful moment with lights or walking in the woods or singing carols together or maybe a really rich experience in a Christmas Eve service, whatever. You know, there are moments and they're speaking of the coming kingdom. And so that's like that's <sighs> the only safe place for my heart. Yes. And then it frees my heart to enjoy what there is to enjoy in the day without it having to be everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. That's so good. That's all true. Yeah. It's all true. Yeah. So, Jesus, here's our prayer. Yeah. We pray for your joy this week. Yes. We pray that you would first restore us to those disciplines, restore us to those habits and practices that help us find you Mm -hmm. and stay in you this week. Help Mm -hmm. us not abandon those in the press and pull and all of that of the week. Jesus, help us find you. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, we ask you for hope. Yes, God. We ask you for your hope. Jesus, give me your hope today and tonight and tomorrow and And all through Christmas week and the holidays, give me your hope. And Jesus, give me your joy. That's our prayer. Give me your joy, which is untouchable and unshakable and immovable and rich and deep and living and real. Give me your joy, Jesus, so that my heart might be free to love this week. Yes, God. So that my heart might be free to enjoy without the pressure. Give me your hope and give me your joy, Jesus. That is our prayer. Mm-hmm. It's our prayer for ourselves. It's our prayer for our listeners. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen? Amen. And, amen. and so friends, from your friends here at Ransomed Heart, we just want to wish you Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. Full of life. And joy. joy. And hope. And love. <laughs> All the goodness All of the kingdom. Good things. Merry Christmas, friends. <laughs>